Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Football season can get a little hectic from grabbing snacks for the tailgate to fueling your kids for practice. Experience drone delivery with Wing. Get fast, safe, and eco-friendly delivery in 30 minutes or less. Now in select neighborhoods in Dallas-Fort Worth. To see if Wing has landed in your neighborhood, visit wing.com slash Texas football. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days, and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high-quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance. Really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Y'all, from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that's still sitting next to each other. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. You're here. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or you're listening to the podcast, which you could subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks, Miss 305, soon to be Mrs. 305. She's Ashley Pickle. Correct. Hello. Um, I wanted all I want to know. Mm-hmm. How are you doing, considering the news of the Pitbull Reba song? Was that uh, it? No, it was. Uh, and who? Uh, yeah, was it? Who was, was it? Reba. It? Uh, it was for Daytona 500. No, right? Dolly. It was Dolly because it was Carton. nine to five. Yes. Oh my gosh, I lost it. I was like, I got uh, one of my uh, actually bridesmaids sent it to me, and she was like, "Wait a minute!" And then I was like, "Oh my god, it's the best thing ever." Happy, happy Pitbull Day. And it's called Powerful Women. How cool is that? Uh, Rhonda, 
Mallory's mom. Um, shout out Rhonda. Shout out Rhonda always. Rhonda sent it to me and she said, uh, <laughs> she said, next WTF theme song. I was like, yeah, I don't care what the licensing fee yeah. is. Adam, look, I have a very <laughs> important going. purchase that we need to make. Uh, <laughs> Puts on capital expense report next year. New WTF no, theme says, song to No, it just says Dale. <laughs> He's going to be like, what, what is, this? is this? What's Dale? How much, Dale. Should, we, how much should we spend on Dale? Uh, <laughs> the limit does not exist. Today... Today is Monday, February 19th, 2024, 283 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to the star of the hit motion picture, uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Millie Bobby Brown turns 19 today. She's also in some small Netflix show. Stranger Things. It's, uh, it's episode 1000. She turns how old? 19. Oh, oh God. Uh, it's episode 1000. I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah. It's episode 1719. 32? 33. 33. I was looking at Millie Bobby Brown's age instead. It's on three three. On today's show, folks, we got some headlines from across the state, including we know who's appealing their UIL district alignment. We'll, talk about, we'll talk about that in kind of handicap, uh, in my opinion, uh, who's going to get it and who's not. Uh, and then back half of the show, uh, the Big Twelve is making news right now because mm-hmm. of their uh, their. Uh, media day announcement we'll talk about that Uh, but more importantly we're going to take a look at what the new big 12 might look like because it is going to be very different in 2024 uh, and we will talk about that uh, coming up here at the back half of the program do we have first four through the door we sure do it was jersey number 69 just chad daniel agnew and aaron arbuckle coming in strong with an all caps yeet welcome in fellas Never stop eating. Uh, welcome in, friends. We appreciate you spending a little bit of your day with us. Okie dokie, Pickle. Let's get some headlines from across the state of Texas. And let's start. Let's start in the college ranks. And in the college ranks, there's some news out of Austin that, um, listen, it's probably a good time to be Steve Sarkeesian. Yep. Steve Sarkeesian, of course, led the Texas Longhorns to the college football playoff last year. Uh, and now... Uh, is going to be a little bit richer. Mm-hmm. He is going to be the third highest paid coach in college football uh, as he will uh, ink an extension. Entering his fourth season, he will ink an extension to make more than $10 million per year Ugh. starting in 2024. Uh, then I will say this. I think it's a nine-year extension, but who cares? Like I've stopped, I've stopped caring about the years part. No, because it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. Nobody's contract is going to ever expire. No, like nobody's the the, the age of especially a high profile coach, mm-hmm. not getting his contract renewed, they're just going to fire him. Yeah. So and the likelihood of anything over three years getting yeah. extended nowadays is rough enough. So so here's here's the the actual contract is starting in twenty twenty four he'll make ten point three million dollars. Every year through 2030, he'll make 100000 more dollars. So it's 10.3, 10.4, 10.5, 10.6, et cetera, et cetera. Um, now, now, I think we saw this coming. Oh, yeah. This is a gentleman who probably was due for a raise because of what he was able to do. That's just what happens in college football in the year of our Lord 2024 is that if you take a team to the college football playoff, you get a raise. You're going to rip right? You're going to get a benefits. raise. Furthermore, I think that there was a big the opening at Alabama. Mm-hmm. I think we all when that happened when Nick Saban retired, 
all of us said, "Hey, what about Steve Sarkeesian?" Yep, he's from the he's got he's got uh, ties to Alabama. He's got ties to the Nick Saban tree. Mm-hmm. He's obviously had success. What about Steve Sarke- What about Steve Sarkeesian? Obviously, they don't hire Steve Sarkeesian, but the writing was on the wall that the agent was certainly going to say, "Well, I don't know." Absolutely, what, what, there's no doubt he was in. Yeah. Del Conte's office. Absolutely. The next Saying, morning, going. So, all right. How are you going to? How are we going? How are you going to keep me? Because if not, I'm shipping him out to Alabama. <laughs> so that is that is we're kind of going from like known uh, known knowns to speculation, right? Mm-hmm. Because now we're in a full on speculation. Because I'll tell you what I think this contract extension is really about. I think this contract extension is really about the Ohio State University. I'll tell you why. So the head coach at Ohio State is Ryan Day. Mm-hmm. Ryan Day's been very good. Oh, yeah. Ryan Day's been very good. But Ryan Day has lost to Michigan, mm-hmm. didn't make the playoff last year, mm-hmm. has not won a national championship. Ryan Day, if you talk to Ohio State fans, I have a number of them in my life. If you talk to Ohio State fans... Not huge fans yeah. of Ryan Day. She's getting stale. Furthermore, and I'm, here's a spoiler alert for everybody. This offseason, from a national perspective, is going to be a lot of Ohio State hype. Mm-hmm. They bring back a ton from last year's team. They bring back a ton, and Michigan's going to be reloading. And new coach. New co- well, yeah, new coach in for Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, there's a lot of... like. Ohio State is going to be the hot team that everyone talks about. Especially expanded playoffs yes, too this year. Absolutely. Everyone's going to be talking about Ohio State mm-hmm. as like one of the favorites, if not the favorite, to win the national Which, to be fair, has been the case a couple different times now <laughs> throughout the past five years. Let me see. Uh, the odds are, so 2024, this is for 2024 season. Yeah. So the, the odds are out. Georgia's first. Okay. Ohio State's second. Okay, then Texas, and then Alabama, and then Oregon. If Ohio State does not, I would say at the very least, win a playoff game, mm-hmm. right? So that would make it to, even then. Even like, then, I think they that win, they need they to get to the a, final four. If they win a, yeah, I think they got to make it to the final four. If you can get, to, to, if you can get to the semis. I think they have okay. to make it to a semifinal. Mm-hmm. If they do not at least make it to a semifinal, I think they're going to fire Ryan Day. Yeah, because then and, you would be butted number one in the preseason mm-hmm. all the way throughout the year. If you were to just crap the bed in the playoff, mm-hmm. then it's like, what are, what are we doing? Then with this roster, then I think they're going to fire Ryan Day. Mm-hmm. And if they fire Ryan Day... Steve Sarkeesian is going to be a name that comes up. Yeah, especially if they were to make so, it to the Final Four again. So this feels like, for me, a preemptive strike. Maybe I'm connecting dots that aren't there, but I, when this came down, I was like, okay, that that makes a lot of sense for, mm-hmm. you know, he was due a, a contract extension. He, he got it. And so Steve Sarkeesian now extremely, extremely rich. Well, and the other thing real fast I feel like is when, you know, obviously Saban retires and then Harbaugh leaves to go up to the NFL. It always seems like every now and then we get to that wave of like one generation kind of going mm-hmm. out. One generation starts to come in and it's like Steve Sarkeesian's at the top of that next yes. big generation. So let's move to the high school ranks because a couple of things I want to talk about in the high school ranks. First of all is... News that came down today, it's on TexasFootball.com, I wrote it, about the seven schools 
in Texas high school football that are appealing their UIL district alignment. So UIL realignment was back on February 1st or 2nd? 1st. February 1st. UIL realignment came out. It's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Wow, we did a live show. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but we warned you. We were like, this is this is not the end because there's still an appeals process mm-hmm. for a number of districts or a number for, for every team. The appeal process is available to every team. Now, there's two types of appeals. Let's go through this. Well, you know, every podcast is somebody's first. The two types of appeals. Yes. The first appeal is what's called a local appeal. Uh, Pickle High School is in District 3. They want to be in District 4. They take a, they take a, a vote of District 3. And District 3 says, yeah, it's okay. You can leave. And District 4 says, oh, yeah, you can join. It's done and dusted. UIL, just just tell the UIL they'll write it down, that you get those approvals. If there's approval on both ends, mm-hmm. both where you're leaving and where you're going, you don't have to involve the UIL. Yep. The second type is what we're going to be talking about now, which is where you don't get those approvals. There's some pushback from either the district you're leaving or the district you're joining, and then it goes to the UIL, and specifically the UIL's District Assignment uh, assignment Appeals Committee, which is going to meet tomorrow in Austin to talk about seven schools that have filed a, uh, a, uh, a, an appeal. Of them, of the seven, this is just uh, very interesting, six are in 5A. Really? Mm-hmm. Lufkin is appealing. I don't think this is a surprise. No, not at all. Uh, Lufkin is appealing. Lufkin was in District Seven Five A, of course, Division One. We talked a lot about that district of being of kind of this large swath from you know Cleburne and Joshua south of mm-hmm. Fort Worth all the way to Lufkin. They are instead appealing to go to District Nine Five A Division One, which is with Angleton, Barbers Hill, uh, Baytown, Sterling, Port Arthur Memorial, Galveston, Ball, those teams. So they want to go, and and we talked about Lufkin a lot. Yeah. They're on an island. Mm-hmm. They're saying, please send us southeast. Don't send us northwest. Which makes sense because even though the time of travel might be mm-hmm. very similar, you know how much easier it is to go from Lufkin to southeast Texas and hop on a highway mm-hmm. and just go than it is to try and make it through Dallas over to Fort Worth, south of Fort mm-hmm. Worth. I don't know last time you've driven through Burleson and Joshua. That is stoplight hell mm-hmm. right there. It is. So <laughs> It is. Okay. So... If I were to guess, and this is that's all we're doing here is we're guessing. Now, by the way, if you if you crunch the numbers, they have a good case from a travel perspective. They're saying, yeah, that that kind of makes sense. I I would say that they are, I would say that they are likely to get that. Yep. That would be my guess. I think that they would be likely to get that alignment mm-hmm. change. Okay, so now let's talk about another one. So. Uh, um, Lufkin wants to join District 95A Division 1. Angleton wants to leave 95A Division 1. Angleton has appealed. They want to join District 115A Division 1, which was the Crosby, Friendswood, New Caney Porter, um, Springwoods, uh, Fort Bend, Kempner, uh, kind of this this kind of big looping district that goes all the way around Houston. Mm-hmm. They want to do that. They want to join that district, or they, they want to join that district uh, from the district that they're in right now, which is uh, very kind of all along the coast. Um, this one is going to be tight. I would say that the UIL will pro- basically Angleton to Port Arthur Memorial is a long stretch. Yeah. Oh yeah. That guess. Uh, I think that's 50, 50 on whether or not they're going to get that. 
I think they've got a chance, but I think it's it's it's. Well, um, it might be one of those things that if the addition of Lufkin was to mm-hmm. give that an even better chance yeah. of happening, it's it's one or the other. And by the way, because Lufkin yes. makes sense. I think I think there is a chance that what they do is that they go, okay, Lufkin, you go to District Nine, Angleton, you go to District Eleven. Yep. I think there's a chance of that. Now, that would create a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I was going to ask how many are in 11. Eight. That would be a nine-team district in 11. Which is a lot. It's a lot. Uh, something to keep an eye on. I will say this. But would it make Angleton, it a nine-team district if they both stayed in District 9? Yes. There are... No, it be 18 district if Lufkin joined Oh, uh, okay. Okay, I feel like that hurts Angleton's chances four, a little bit. Five, six, seven. Yeah, yep. there's seven. So maybe from a from a competitive you balance for a number, you, they might have eight and eight. Yeah. We'll see. That's not something they're going to take travel into account first and foremost. Right. I would say Angleton's a 50-50. Lufkin likely, Angleton's a 50-50. 50. Yep, One thing to keep in mind with that, I think they are moving, they are asking to leave a more manageable district to enter a more difficult district. With Friendswood, yep. with Crosby, with New Caney Porter. I yeah, think, Crosby I think that, was down last year, but Porter Porter was pretty good. But here's the thing. Speaking of District 11-5A Division One, Spring Woods wants to leave 11-5A Division One, and they want to go to District 10-5A Division One. So 11-5A Division One, uh, we talked about that. That's kind of the Houston area district. Right. And they want to go to District 10. District 10 is basically... Let me see. Oh, yeah, that's Houston ISD. It's Galena Park and Houston ISD, kind of right smack dab in the middle of it. Um, so they're going for a lot easier of a district there. They want to move that. They'll be moving to a, an easier district. Here's the thing, though. It would not make a lot of sense from a shape perspective that right now Houston, they they have this that, that District 11, which kind of loops all the way around, way around. Houston. Yeah, which is great because then you don't have to deal with traffic on the inner side. <laughs> it would look different. If Springwoods goes goes to there, so it's because because of Fort Ben Kempner that they have down there. I don't know. That seems that's very interesting to me. And another thing about that is, I believe they'll create a not, another nine team district. So keep an eye on that. So one. literally, all of those are just domino effects. Yes, they're all what, all like, of them are connected. Those all are the five A division ones uh, are connected. Okay, so now let's go to five A division two, where there's a couple two more. Uh, I believe there's two more. Yeah, there's two more appeals basically. Victoria West, we pro- we thought this was coming. Mm-hmm. Victoria West, if you remember, Victoria West got sent to San Antonio. Victoria West is kind of on an island all by themselves, um, and they got sent to San Antonio with the um, uh, with yeah with San Antonio Veterans Memorial, with uh, Alamo Heights, with Harlandale, with McCollum, and with uh, and then Bernie and Kerrville Tyvee. Got sent San Antonio. They want to go to the coast. They want to join 14-5A Division II. Mm-hmm. Corpus Christi Carroll, uh, King Miller, Gregory Portland. I think that's pretty likely. Yeah. In my opinion, those tweeners, I think that the UIL is probably going to support that appeal mm-hmm. and say, we, we'll send you to the coast. It, it's a done deal. Well, and probably, too, because I'm sure those were what they were on the yes. fence about in the first place, too. <laughs> it's going to be bringing up bad memories. <laughs> now, here's the interesting part of this, Okay. The other two teams that want to appeal in 5A Division II are also trying to leave 13 5A Division II. Harlandale and McCollum want to want to leave 13 5A Division II. That's the Bernie, Kerrville, Tyvee, San Antonio Veterans Memorial, Alamo Heights district. Yeah, it's a difficult district. And they want to go to 12 5A Division II, which is basically San Antonio, San Antonio ISD. Um, it's the if if you were to do that, if you were to allow Victoria West out. 
then it would make sense geographically from a from a footprint perspective. But here's the problem. That would only leave five teams. Four, no, that would only leave four teams in 13-5A Division II. And I guarantee you that would be a nine-team district. Bernie, in... Tyvee, San Antonio Avengers Memorial, and, and Alamo, Alamo Heights. Heights. That would only leave four teams if you let Harlandale, McCollum, and Victoria West leave. They're going to... Here's This is my official uh, projection. Mm-hmm. They're going to let Victoria West leave. And keep the other two. And they're going to say, sorry, Harlandale, McCollum. Because how many... The San Antonio ISDs... District One, is two, huge. Three, four, five, five six, six, seven. 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 Okay, seven. but if so you added two more, then you're nine. going up to a nine-team district and you then have, leaving and you, another one with four. Yeah. Um, you're also asking them to switch regions, which is another thing. I would, for me, for like right now, I would say Victoria West, likely Harlandale McCollum, unlikely. Yes. And then one more, and this is kind of off the, a little bit off the beaten path, but Smithville is going to um, is appealing in 4A Division 2. If you take a look at 4A Division 2, Smithville is in District 13 4A Division 2. Haran Monavaro, Gonzalez, Gerald, Lago Vista, Salado, Smithville, and Wimberley. And if you take a look at that district where Smithville is is located, I'm pulling up District 12, or yeah, District yeah, 13, they are kind of on the far west side of that district. They want to move over and go join the... Uh, is it District 11? Is that where they want to go? They want to go to District, yeah, District 11. They want to District 13 to District 11. That is the Madisonville, Sealy, Belleville District, LaGrange. Um, I think the UIL will probably grant that, yeah. in my opinion. Now, what you know, because if you look at the numbers, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, it would create an eight team district, which is no fun Mm-mm. in 4A Division II. That would be the only reason, in my opinion, because from a from a travel perspective, it's kind of a wash. Right. Uh, in fact, Smithville might be signing up for more travel when they're going up to, to Madisonville. Um, interested to see the case that they make in front of them. So those are the um, those are the appeals. We'll keep you posted on what happens with those appeals process. That hearing is tomorrow. By the way, tomorrow morning, another program, Texas High School football program, has suspended their football for the next two years. Austin Lassa has uh, suspended their next uh, for the 2024 uh, realignment. Uh, of course, the Raptors, the Lhasa Raptors, which rocks. Yes. Um, they have uh, they, they began to own football program in 2020 after splitting off from Austin LBJ. Um, Derek Lewis was hired in, t- in summer 2022. He's led Lhasa to an 8-12 and 12 record, including 6-4 and four in 2023, which is a minor miracle down there at Lhasa. Oh, yeah. Um, but from what we understand, likely... The district, um, they're probably having trouble with numbers, plain and mm-hmm. simple. That's usually what happens. It is a 5A Division II district. It's 11 5A Division II. And so as a result, now LBJ. you are going to, yeah, LBJ. LBJ, uh, uh, Maynard, or Maynard New Tech's Maynard in New it. Tech, yeah. Um, as a result, you are, the biggest, the biggest issue here is going to be all these teams now have to find one more non-district game. Yeah. And whoever had them scheduled now has to find another, uh, have to fill their schedule. Of note, and Matt Stepp notes this in his article, Austin ISD has not had an athletic director since 2020, since September. And so when Leal Anderson moved to a new role. How has that gone so under the radar? Um, there has not been a full-time athletic director, and they have not wow. named an interim athletic director. So it's a bit of a rudderless ship down there in Austin ISD, athletics-wise. Right. Um, and Austin Lassa has... Uh, 
is right now not going to play football for the next two years. Okay. Uh, and finally, one more small note. Uh, Lamisa has made a hire. Uh, Lamisa, the Golden Tornadoes. How about that? Have hired Anna, defensive coordinator Efren Ramos, to be their next head coach. You may remember him from uh, leading Anna, pitching a shutout in the mm-hmm. state championship game against one of the most highest po- high-powered offenses in Texas high school football on Chapel Hill. Um, and uh, uh, Ramos is a Plainville native, a Plainview native, rather. Uh, so he's from that part of the world. This is an opportunity to go back uh, relatively home. He's a West Texas guy, uh, so he's going to be the next head coach of the Lamisa Golden Tornadoes. So congratulations to Coach uh, Efren. From Efren Ramos, the new head coach at Lemesa. And those are some headlines from across the state of Texas. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider going to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbells Texas football subscriber. Coming up here in just a moment, what does the Big 12 look like moving into 2024? But first, a word from these goods and services. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas, we're glad you're here. Wing is the largest residential drone delivery provider in the world. Delivering to your home in less than 30 minutes. Order using an app just like other popular delivery services, and Wing's automated drone takes care of the rest. It's fast, safe, and sustainable, and it's now delivering to parts of Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. You can learn more at wing.com slash texasfootball. Again, that's wing.com slash texasfootball. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support. VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Welcome back to Texas Football Today. 
I'm Greg That's Ashley, hanging out here on a uh, a beautiful Monday. It is beautiful. It could be a little warmer. Okay. Well, you know, here we are complaining about, you know. I'm tired of being cold. I ain't okay. gonna lie. All right, that's fine. Our Pickle. fire's not doing much over here. It's so warm. Pickle. I should put a... <laughs> uh, tomorrow I'm going to put a... If it's still cold, I'm going to put, put a, a fireplace. log on. Uh, tomorrow th- there's a high of 75, so we're going to be... Radical. ...cooking with Crisco Radical. tomorrow. Radical. Pickle, let's talk about the Big 12. Okay. People love the Big 12. Yes. Uh, I feel like mm, that is... Maybe a little uh, bit less now, but yes. Okay, well, that's rude. Um, Someone has to be a realist here. Okay. So... I want to talk a little bit about the Big 12. And specifically, I want to talk about what it's going to look like heading into 2024. The reason this comes up is, of course, did you see the, I'm sure you saw the announcement today um, that the Big 12 is going to be having their, um, they're going to be having their uh, media days in July mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. Now, perhaps you're asking yourself, now, boy, I don't really cover, I don't really follow the, the Big 12 all that much. Uh, did, did, did UNLV join the Big 12? No. no. Is anyone west of the uh, 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 Las Vegas joining them? Is this a central area? No. 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 The furthest west we go is, uh, what, now BYU, I guess? Utah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Probably yeah, BYU, BYU or or Utah, one of them. Yeah. Um, now, the, let me first. Let's talk about this. Here's here's what I think is happening. Why they're having it in, in Las Vegas? Mm-hmm. One, it seems like everything's happening in Las Vegas these days. Yeah, why not? Two, I cannot help but feel like this is Big Twelve Commissioner Brett Yormark holding up the head of Pac Twelve Commissioner George Klyavkov. And saying, "Where is your God now?" Yep. Like, is this your king? Basically, yeah. um, because I feel like this is like a, a victory lap for him. Mm-hmm. Of like, we killed the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. We survived. Only one of us was going to be survived. survived it was us. And to the victor go the spoils. That's what I think is happening. Yeah. Quite frankly, but it does bring up an interesting question about what the Pac-12, what the Big Twelve, is going to look like moving forward, because. There's a lot of change. Mm-hmm. Texas and Oklahoma are leaving. They're adding those four Pac-12 teams, mm-hmm. right? With uh, Utah, with Colorado, with Arizona, and with Arizona State. They're mm-hmm. all joining. And I do think that there is a, a certain notion that with Texas and Oklahoma leaving, that the Big 12 is going to take a big step back. I will say this. From a brand perspective, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not really an opinion. Like, if any league loses two of the most recognizable brands mm-hmm. in college football, that's bad news. Yeah. It was bad news when the Pac-12 lost Oregon and Washington. Mm-hmm. That was bad news. And so... I think from a brand perspective, the Big 12 is certainly going to take a step back. Yeah. But I am here to tell you, Pickle, that I'm starting to believe that the Big 12, while it is not going to be the best conference out there, Mm -hmm. I do think it has a chance to be the most interesting. Oh, yeah. It's the crazy guy in the fight. 
Like you are setting your, if you are smart enough to be self-aware mm-hmm. and realize we are not the SEC and we're not the Big Ten and we're not going to be that now because we couldn't keep our two main it's players. A big, it's a big two. Yes. There's two big conferences. And if you're not in those two big conferences, you like, that's, that. I'm sorry, like if, if this is offensive to people, but that's just the truth of the matter. Those are the two big name conferences and everyone else is kind of a step below. But if you're self-aware enough to realize that, then you can and should have the opportunity to go, okay, we're not the big two, no one else is either, but we could be the top of the next Run, step whatever down. You call it. Yes. Yeah. Whether and go up against the ACC, mm-hmm. you know, go up against yes. anything else. I mean, even the fun belt is getting better and better it every be, single it year. It should be the preeminent non-power two conference. Absolutely. Is what it should be. And then you can also have more fun with it, like hosting your media days in Vegas, because why not? So here's what's so interesting is that if you take a look at the at the this is strange to say, the 18 teams that either were part of the pack, the, the Big 12 last year mm-hmm. or will be part of the Big 12 this year. So the top-ranked team, I'm looking at Bill Conley's SP Plus in, in, in ESPN. Uh, the top-ranked is Texas, not to be not. Right. The third-ranked was Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're losing two of your top three. Not good, okay? You then have, what is this? You have nine teams between number 15 and number 43 in the nation, according to Bill Conley's uh, SP+. Nine teams. Kansas State, Arizona, Kansas, Utah, TCU, Iowa State, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, and Texas Tech. And that, by the way, doesn't count teams like UCF, which made a bowl last year. It wasn't Mm -hmm. always pretty, but UCF made a bowl last year. BYU, who has been very good mm-hmm. recently, Colorado. You're gonna get you're gonna get media dollars there. Cincinnati take her leave. Cincinnati yeah. played in the college football playoff. They did uh, three years ago. Three years ago, Houston, who new coach, just hired an mm-hmm. incredible coach, mm-hmm. new coach, and and big big kind of spot, you know, a uh, uh, big region like mm-hmm. a big uh, a big a recruiting hotbed. Baylor, obviously not going great right now. However, this is a team that not that long ago was the Big 12 champion. Yeah, they just need to figure out, they just need to pooper get off the pot with the leadership there. And then Arizona State. And Arizona State, say what you want about them. They've got a new head coach, I believe. There's a lot of different, or they'll be going into a second year with their head coach. There's a lot of their they have been good in the past, and it's certainly a talent rich area that they've they've had their their recruiting success in the past. Mm-hmm. When you take a look up and down there, and I think that's why we talked about 2023 being so important for teams to kind of establish themselves as like the preeminent power mm-hmm. uh, in the Big Twelve, the new Big Twelve. I'm here to tell you, I don't think that happened. Mm-mm, it didn't. And so as a result, it does feel like a free for all entering 2024, which is fun and exciting. Yeah, I mean. TCU took a step back, right? They were five and seven. Yep. They were in a college football playoff two years ago. National championship game two years ago. They could be in that mix, mm-hmm. right? West Virginia won nine games. We thought Neil Brown was going to get fired. Yep. They won nine games. Oklahoma State was a 10 10 win team. Mm-hmm. Texas Tech took a step back, but still made and won a bowl. Yep. Right? Kansas is on the rise. Utah has, I think, one of the most under, perhaps the best coach in college football, in my oh, yeah. opinion. 
Arizona has a new coach. They were a 10-1 team last year. All I'm saying, what I'm saying here, is that there's going to be a tendency to throw dirt on the Big 12 mm-hmm. because they're losing the two top brands. And I'm not here to tell you that losing Texas and Oklahoma is a thing that you should pursue if you have the means. Don't do that. Don't. It's bad. <laughs> Overall. This, this league would be much better with Texas and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. But I think that from a watchability perspective, from an intrigue perspective, and from a potentially rising to be that third best conference in college football perspective, I think that I think the Big Twelve has a real opportunity here. I think and it's just you have to see yourself for what you are. Yes. You you just have to understand you're playing on a different playing field yes. than what the two top two conferences are gonna be. So go out there and try to get to the top yes. of the rest of and, by everybody. The way, and by the way, in an expanded playoff you're definitely getting one one team in. Absolutely. If not two, potentially. You should feel like a conference that gets two. Mm-hmm. And in a great year, in a great year, maybe you squint and like and especially if there's if if there's a lot of chaos at the top of the other two leagues. Right. Maybe you get three. I think that the Big Twelve has reinvented itself into a new strange mm-hmm. But very intriguing league that, especially in 2024, with kind of still shifting sands, is going to be fun to watch. I agree. That's my take. So, there you have it. A little, t- little Big 12 talk here. Okay. Yeah, our entire college football staff was very excited to hear that um, the Big 12 media days are in they Vegas. We're very excited. So, why? We'll, we'll, uh, we'll be the Squidward meme of uh spongebob and patrick running around and he's standing we'll be, there like we'll be this. here doing texas football today on july 9th or whatever <laughs> anyway let's go over to ashley pickle for america's second favorite segment final thoughts um let's see i didn't even think about that because i was so interested in that conversation um stay warm that's my final thought. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. 